Stay the way, stay the way No matter what life brings You've got to stay the way Glorious morning. What a beautiful day to share in the word of the Lord. My name is Jonathan. This is the Stay the Way podcast, and I'd encourage you to read Proverbs chapter 1 with me. It's February. Hey, God bless you. We made it to February 2020, and the first day of the month matches up with the first book in Proverbs, and so we'll read through all 33 verses today and ask the Lord, for his blessing on one of those verses jumping off the page into your heart. Why would I want to put hands and feet on a verse? When I say that, I mean put it in action. I want to apply it. I want it to change my life, maybe change the lives of others. Father, I just pray that you would speak and we would listen. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the glorious truth that it brings. And I'd ask for your encouragement through your word to your people today. Amen. If you don't know Jesus as Savior and Lord, stick around. I would say you have a grand opportunity to ask him for his help today. And you can do that simply by saying, Jesus, please forgive me of my sin. Sin is just simply missing the mark. It's an old archery term for when the archer would shoot at a target and not hit the bullseye. So I want to hit the bullseye at all times in all things. That's a good thing. Sometimes I miss the target completely. And when I do that, I have to come back and say, God, I'm sorry. Like I, I messed up. Sometimes it's deliberate. That's called a transgression. Sometimes it's uh, unknowing, you know, like uh, we found out that we had radon in our house. That was an unknowing thing. I didn't know it. Uh, I fixed it as soon as I could. I'm like, Lord, please forgive me for not checking, not knowing. And I know that he's got grace to cover us in that type of situation. And so that's just one example. I'm going to read through the Bible because that's the most important thing. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment and equity. You know, equity is the value of that is in something. Like people would commonly say, oh, you have equity in your home if you've made many payments or maybe you own your home. Um, Your equity is in your home. If you sold it, it's worth more than what you paid for it. Or you are uh, in less debt if you sold it. You know, you would come out with equity. You'd have value in it. Well, God's putting an equity in you. Not because of anything you did, but because of everything he did. He forgave you of your sins. He washed you white as snow. His desire is to have a loving relationship with you, which is simply leading, guiding, and protecting you through this life. And one of the grand ways of having some direction each day is to come through Proverbs. Now, I would suggest to you reading all of the 66 books of the Bible. It will grandly encourage you. It will give you life, meaning, and purpose. It will give you understanding for those difficult times of which I've gone through many. And if you've listened long, you would hear some of those trials and tribulations that I've gone through. And I use the word of God to guide me back to joy. It's that simple. Verse four, to give subtlety to the simple and to the young man knowledge and discretion. So I'm a young man. I'm not that young anymore, but I'm young compared to some. But I want knowledge and discretion. And maybe you do too. Maybe you're saying, hey, those sound like good things. How can I get them? Well, stick around. 
We'll get there. Verse 5, a wise man will hear, he will listen, hear, right, with his ears, and will increase in learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings, there's discernment in that. And God promises to give you discernment if you seek him. And so that's what we're doing here. Verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us and let us lay in lake for blood, let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole. And let us go down into the pit. That's hell. And we shall find all precious substances and we'll, shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lots among us and let us all have one purse. My son, walk not in the, thou in the way with them and refrain thy foot from them. For their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any, any bird. So it, it's, it's available for you to see that there's a net. There's uh, this thing that's going to cause you to stumble. But they don't notice it. And why don't you notice things? For lack of discernment. That's the truth. Lack of discernment is what causes me to miss things. And so, Lord, I pray that you would amplify discernment today in me and, and anyone who hears this. So the, continue on, verse 18. And they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy for gain, which taketh away the life of the owner thereof. So, Lord, I don't want to be greedy for gain. I want my eyes set upon you. Wisdom crieth without, and she uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief places of the concord, and in the openings of the gates, and in the city, she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof, and behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. We need that spirit, the Holy Spirit. And I will make known my words unto you. So if you haven't asked for the Holy Spirit, this is a grand time to do so. Say, Father, please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me of my sins. And fill me with the Holy Spirit that I might discern the world around me, that I might know that I would understand the words that you're speaking to me. Verse 24, because I have called and you refused. So this is God talking to somebody who's being discern, uh, disobedient, unwilling to ask for help. Because I have called and you have refused and I've stretched out my hands and no one regarded, but you have set not my counsel, you haven't listened, and would not have none of my reproof, you wouldn't listen again, and also will laugh at your calamity. That's not good when God decides to laugh at calamity. He actually even tells us, don't do that yourselves, like that's a thing only for God. And why can he do that? Because he warned you. In fact, we're given examples where he's warned the children of Israel for 400 years. That's lifetime upon lifetime upon lifetime. And no one listened. So don't feel, don't have this belief in you that uh, one day, one day of screw-ups is like 
more than God can handle. That's ridiculous. He's handled lifetime upon lifetime, and you can read about that all through the Bible. His desire is to forgive you. His desire is that you'd be renewed to walk with him. So don't get caught up in this laughing and mocking. All you have to do is say, God, I'm sorry. But pride will prevent you from doing so. It says, I will mock at your fear when it cometh. Well, I have fear sometimes. Does that mean I'm in sin? No. But it does mean that I have to choose to put that fear at the feet of Jesus, saying, God, will you take this from me? Because I'm his. And I say, will you please take this from me and fill me with peace? And he does. And he'd do the same for you. Verse 27, when your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, and when distress and anguish come upon you, you've got to stay the way. 